Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Nuts cock! Nuts cock! Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Yeah, I know it's the beginning of the work week. We all hate it, but it's great. It's like a new beginning, people, and that's the way you got to look at it. Because before you know it, it'll be Tuesday and then Wednesday. And then once you get to Thursday, everything is just fine. Now, I haven't done this in a while. I've been telling you guys to go to my website. I don't think some of you guys are. But I want to go through and just hit some of the plugs. I'm going to start doing that randomly. I'm not going to hit them all at one time because it would just be too long. So, like, coming back from every commercial break, I'm going to hit a couple of my promotional items. So you guys are well-versed on everything going on in my life. I don't know if you know this, but you can leave me a voicemail. You can do that by easily calling 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. Now, I want to hear from everybody. Even if you hate me, even if you're not liking the Tuttle Daily Podcast, I would like for you to call in because I will pitch you right to the beginning of the line. I will I will get out of my way. I will just throw stuff to the side just to play your phone call to tell me how much I suck because that's good radio. I don't like having yes men on. I don't like people that just want to mark out to me. I want to play the people that think I suck. So call 407-270-3044. And if you'd like to help me out, if you don't want to do it financially, you can easily do that by telling your friends, your family, your loved ones, your neighbors, your co-workers about the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Times are tough. I know people are, they've either been laid off, they've been furloughed, they're having a hard time getting their unemployment stuff. And I completely understand if you can't, if you don't want to donate to help out the cause because I eventually want to upgrade and get some equipment so the quality of the Total Daily Podcast is way better. But if you'd like to donate any amount of money, you can do that. I don't care if it's a dollar. I write every single person back that writes me or donates anything. You can do that by going to my PayPal account, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. That's paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. If you've been listening to this podcast, I've been talking about how I've been losing some chunks of time. I really have not been getting a lot of sleep. I really haven't, people. It's starting to catch up with me. The more and more research I do that sleep deprivation, a lot of people are like, oh, how can sleep deprivation hurt you? It really can. And I've been starting to see, I'm starting to see some things that are kind of bothering me because I'm not getting enough sleep. It's not that I'm not being healthy. I'm eating healthy as hell. No drinking. I'm off all the drugs. So what I'm trying to say is there's this, I right now, I look the best that I've ever Ever looked, but I kind of figured it out today. I woke up, did my workout, ate, took care of some things, worked on the podcast. And before I got right into the thick of things with the show, I wanted to get in like an 
hour to nap. And I got to tell you, that two hours recharged me like I've never been recharged before. And I figured out why. For the most part, I usually don't remember if I dream or not. But if I don't dream, I really don't realize it because I don't usually remember it. But I remember during this two hour nap that I took today, I remember dreaming some vivid ass dreams. Kind of weird, but I can remember almost every single detail of them. And a lot of people don't realize this dreaming, getting that REM sleep is what kind of resets your brain, kind of lets your body just relax kind of shut down a little bit so you can recharge. And I finally got that. I got that in that two hour nap and I feel amazing because I'm usually getting like five to six every single night, but I'm not getting that REM sleep. I'm not dreaming. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's because I'm not on the psychotropic drugs anymore or, or my, my chemical balance is off. I really don't know what is causing it because I've been getting some decent sleep, not enough hours that you should be getting, but that two hour nap was better for me, did more for me than any overnight sleep that I've gotten in the past couple of weeks. And I don't know why. And the only reason I can figure that out is because I was dreaming. I can remember the dreams that I had. I can't remember the last time that I could remember that I dreamed something. So I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just my crazy ass fucking mind. Who knows? I just know that two hour nap helped me more than anything that I've gotten in the last two weeks. A lot of people that listen to this podcast are fans of talk radio. They love all the stuff behind the scenes. And I was one of those people. Before I got into radio, I wanted to hear all the details. I wanted to find out what it took the night before getting ready for the next day's show. All the production, show prep, what it took in between breaks. I could not get enough of the behind the scenes stuff. But if you go to my Twitter feed and look at my list, if you guys are familiar with Twitter, you would know that people can create lists. And I found a lot of my favorite Twitter news accounts, and I I put them in a list that you guys can check out. Now, you can't believe everything that's reported on social media. If you do that, if you take everything you see or read on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok, you're a fucking idiot. I don't mean to be like shocking, but you are a goddamn idiot if you believe everything that you see on social media. It is your job as an American citizen to do the research on your own. Whenever I read something, I don't take it as the facts. I will Google it. I will read different sides because the media, the media is so biased now. And you're a sheep. You are a motherfucking sheep if you believe that the news is not biased. They're all biased. I talked about this with my good friend. I don't even know if I could call her a good friend. But during my last discussion with Sonny Abada, Sonny Abada, the very, very popular and attractive nighttime female anchor and the sidekick. Why? You know what? I'm not even going to say sidekick. They were both on the same level, co-host to co-host. Her and Bob Fryer, I'm going to go out on a limb. Those two had the best chemistry 
out of a duo at the anchor desk than any of the news stations in Orlando. Channel 2, WASH, Channel 6, WKMG, Channel 9, WFTV. That duo of Bob Fryer and Sonny Abada in the afternoons was magnificent. No, Nobody could hold a candle to their chemistry. And I know I got off on a rant. Yes, I smoked a little weed before I started recording this. And that's what happens. I go off on these crazy, mind-boggling rants at some times. But I'm getting back to what I was saying. I create these links. So I also create those Twitter links for me to do my show prep. And I know a lot of you guys are going to hate me for this. But I go to the Drudge Report. Now, as of late, I'm really, really thinking that the Drudge Report is kind of dropping the ball. But there, every so often, there's those stories that I'll click on. And they were talking about some dudes in the Philippines using monkeys or primates as slaves to do their bidding, their work. And I clicked on it. And I was shocked because it wasn't the main story in the, uh, the ad or the piece that I was reading. But if you scroll down, they get to this thing and it, it made me really sick and made me sad because that's how I am people like I get more depressed and sad sometimes over seeing animal abuse over people having bad things happen to them I really do because for the most part a lot of the bad things that happen to human beings it, it, it all could have been avoided it really could have been now these pets these animals the wildlife that is just out in everyday nature they don't have a choice. They get fucked over by us because humans were dicks. But what I read next, it it made me just feel depressed and horrible about just everything that's going on in the world. But the other day while I was doing my show prep for the Tuttle Daily Podcast, I read an article about this group, these kind of indigenous people, a village that was using primates. I don't know what type of monkeys they were, maybe recess monkeys, but they were using these monkeys for the coconut industry to be able to climb up trees and grab the coconuts off, bring the coconuts down to their owners, their slave masters, whatever you want to call them. They would do that. But a little offshoot of this story that I was reading It got really dark. It took a motherfucking dark turn. Now, it could be in the Philippines. It's in that island region of the Indian Ocean in the Pacific. But my my God, people, it made me feel bad about everything. But there was this orangutan however you want to say it, orangutan or orangutan, whatever you want to call it. But this orangutan was being used as a sex slave, prostitute, whatever you want to call it, and it depressed the absolute shit out of me. But there's this orangutan in the Philippines, Indonesia type area named Pony. But Pony, 
From being a little baby orangutan, Pony spent six years having sex with men, twice her size, and was forced, was forced into wearing makeup and jewelry. Now, what I'm about to say, I don't want you to think this is me being a shock jock because it's not. This is not me being a shock jock. This is me being real. This is me throwing the truth right into your face. But they would shave this innocent, this animal that had no clue what was going on in its life. They would shave this orangutan down because the people, the human beings that wanted to pay to have sex with a primate on a regular basis wanted this fucking monkey, this primate, to be shaved down because I guess they didn't want to be reminded that they are fucking another species. I guess in their mind, even though how sick and twisted it may be, they don't want to be reminded that they are such scumbags. They are so much of a loser that they have to result to fucking another species, an animal that is innocent, that you guys are going to pay to stick your dick in. I swear to God. Now, I hold human life higher than an animal's life, but I still have compassion. I still have empathy for them. I really do. So I'm not going to try to act like what you guys are doing is worse than pedophiles, but it is pretty fucking sick and disgusting that you guys are going to rape and stick your penis in a primate's vagina, asshole, whatever it may be. What the fuck? Do you realize a lot of people think the reason why we have AIDS or HIV as homo sapiens, as human beings, is because these horny, sick, twisted, and depraved people that could not make a connection with people of their own species had to go out and fuck a primate? They, a lot of people think that's where AIDS and HIV came from. Who knows? I don't want to make that joke judgment but god damn it people why do you ever do you understand and i don't want to be that conspiracy theory guy but do you ever wonder and just question why aliens have not made themselves available in the open because they look at some of the dumb shit that we do on a regular basis why would an intelligent more advanced community want to have anything to do with this when our people, our race, our fucking animals, a primate, an orangutan that they are shaving and putting perfume and jewelry on? I, I wouldn't want to visit that race. I wouldn't want to visit that planet if I knew that's what the people of this planet were doing. Hell no. I wouldn't even waste my time. And I know a lot of you guys are like, well, we don't know if uh, extraterrestrials even exist. The statistics alone show that they do exist. And the reason they don't want to have anything to do with this is because we're fucking primates. 
I would be disgusted as well if I was an advanced society and I was observing the planet Earth and saw its inhabitants fucking a lower species to get their jollies off. Hell yeah, I might want to invade that planet and eradicate us as human beings just to save the well-being of all the other animals, all the other things that are living on planet Earth. Hell yeah, if I was an alien, I'd be like, fuck humans. Fuck you as human beings. We're going to eradicate all of you guys because planet Earth would be better off without you. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. I recently caught up with a man whose home was broken into. Sir, can you please describe what happened in your own words? I can promise you we will not be twisting around your story like other media sources. How did the perpetrators come in? What was going through your mind after you discovered that you had intruders in your home? There's a stranger in my house. At one point, the perpetrator stuck a gun to your head. What did they say? After repeatedly pistol whipping you, they began to violate you. What exactly did the perpetrators scream out? After they were finished, what did you say? You actually thanked them? That's terrible. You said that they hogtied you and began jumping about the place stealing stuff. What were they singing? How did the perpetrators escape your home? One foot in front of the After being robbed, what do you find that you do now? I the load. What do you hope to accomplish by this new story? That's a terrible reason to be a part of a new story. Do you have any last words for anybody donating to any of your funds? Ten lawyers, guns, and money. This shit has hit the fan. Words to live by. Oh, yeah. Boy, what a lousy long bit that was for CCA Productions. All right, welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I have to run to the store. If you remember earlier, I said I got a pretty good nap in, kind of recharged everything. And then I was busy watching a little bit of the Indianapolis 500. I am not the biggest indie racing car guy. I'm really not. 
you know, growing up in the South, living in Florida all my life, living so close to Daytona International Speedway, I've always preferred the stock cars. I And, and I know they're not stock cars, people. So any of you guys that are listening to us that want to say, oh, total, they're not stock cars. I understand. They're not stock cars. I wish that they would get back to the days of just racing, run with your brung, and leave it at that. Now, I know that wouldn't be fair because a lot of these teams have a shit ton of money. But the biggest race in the Indy Racing League ended on a caution. One of the best things that NASCAR ever did was come up with that whole green-white checker flag deal because you didn't end up in a caution. And it sucks to win a race that way. Yes, this guy, this Asian dude, I think he's from Japan, ended up winning the Indianapolis 500. He deserves it. Yes, you want. But I'm sure that guy would have loved to have won that race during racing action and not drive at the minimum speed during a caution flag to take the checker flag along with the caution flag? Hell no. I'm sure he would have loved to have won it under real-life racing conditions. So why not call the red flag? Why not do that? I tweeted it out. A lot of people are like, well, they did it because they didn't want Scott Dixon to win. That could be true. It could easily be true, but who knows? I'm just saying, whenever you have your biggest event of the year, which is the Indy 500, and you end it under a caution, it's absolute, complete bullshit. So, enough of that rant. I know a lot of you guys don't like motorsports, but I'm uh, heading to the Oak Hill Mall. We call it the Oak Hill Mall, but it's nothing but a Dollar General. Because there really isn't much here in this city, town, or whatever you want to call it, of Oak Hill. We have, what do we have? Okay, well, the shell up there, that's considered Edgewater. So what do we have here in Oak Hill? We got Camelot. That is our one restaurant. You know what? We have another restaurant. We have, God damn it, what the hell? It's a steakhouse. They got a steakhouse that they just recently recently opened in Oak Hill, but it hasn't been open during the pandemic. So we got that. We have Camelot. We have Scraggs, which is more of like a produce fruit stand. We have the farmer's market. We have the Sunoco. And then finally, last but not least, we have the Dollar General that we call the Oak Hill Mall. Now I haven't been out today. I need to get out and get my dad some drinks. I got to tell you, I don't think my dad has had a drop of alcohol in almost three months. He really hasn't. He's been drinking a lot of Coke Zero, Diet Dr. Pepper, but what he likes the most is Sprite Zero. Now, I don't know what it is. I don't know if Sprite Zero had a recall or something like that, but it is almost absolutely impossible to find two liters or 12 packs at gas stations. And it's even become difficult to find a 12 pack at the Dollar General, the Oak Hill Mall, The only thing they've been having is the two liters. So I don't know what the hell is going on. But if you know what's going on, if you know if there's like a diet Sprite shortage or something like that, email me Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. So I'm going to go in here, get these sodas, and then get out 
because I want to finish this podcast today, so I'm not up late. Look at that. They got a humongous American flag across the street from the Dollar General in one, two, three, four, five. Trump, make America great again, flags flying underneath of it. Huh, that's interesting. Not surprising, just a little interesting. All right, be back in a few minutes. Is that a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh, no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Acel Records proudly presents Super Songs of the Quarantine, featuring hits like All these coving fits, they're the fucking sheets are gonna ruin, gonna ruin the whole economy. All these COVID fits, they're the fucking shits are gonna ruin, gonna ruin the whole economy. And who could forget? Wake up in the morning feeling kinda shitty. Slip on my COVID-19 mask before I hit the city. Before I leave, smoke some weed and take two shots of Jack. Because shopping right now is so fucking whack. There's also... Even when COVID is not around, you know that we'll be bunkered down. We're bunkered down. Still bunkered down. K-Cell's Super Songs of the Quarantine. Available in record form and single only. Okay, need to wrap up the show. Last segment. Make sure you check out my YouTube channel, TuttleTV.com. Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E, TV.com. That's going to take you directly to my YouTube page. And when you go there, make sure you subscribe and hit the little bell button. Because whenever you hit the bell button, that's going to alert you anytime I put up any new content. Anytime I upload anything new, you're going to be alerted. And then if you hit that bell button, it's also going to alert you anytime I go live. When I stream live on YouTube, you're going to get the alert and you're going to be able to watch it. If you want to keep up with me, the best two ways for you to be able to do that is going to my Twitter page, twitter.com slash Tuttle, or my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Tuttle. I put up and I post all of the new content that I'm doing on a daily basis. You'll be able to go to those two social media pages and you'll be able to check out, get the links so you're updated on a regular basis. Now, one of the classic movies of all time, one of the most popular comedic movies that have come out in the last 30 years is the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles starring Steve Martin and John Candy. 
Now, I don't want you to think that the next two actors that are about to come out of my mouth, that I I think they're bad. That's not the case. I am a huge, a humongous mark for Will Smith. But they are talking about pitting Will Smith and Kevin Hart, which Kevin Hart, I find to be fucking hilarious. I find him to be funny as hell. But you're just setting up Will Smith and Kevin Hart for failure when you're going to try to remake a movie like Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with Steve Martin and John Candy? What the fuck are you thinking, people? You guys could write the best story in the world, but it's always going to be compared to what Steve Martin and John Candy did. Why are you even trying this? Have you guys just run out of ideas that you cannot think of anything new? And you want to re- you want to redo a motherfucking classic like that movie? That movie has so many quotes in it. Are you guys going to repeat those? Are you going to go shot by shot? Or are you going to try to go in a different direction? Because if you, even if you do that, it's still going to be compared to the original. Now, Kevin Hart has a name, but he doesn't have the name that Will Smith has. Will Smith has been in every single summer blockbuster that you could ever think of or imagine. Of. It's just, I know having those two actors in this movie, everybody's like, oh, they're going to come out and see it. And they will. A lot of people will go see a movie with Will Smith and Kevin Hart. But I'm just telling you right now, all the critics, the ones that are respected by Hollywood or the industry, they're going to pan this. You are already at a losing advantage. If that makes sense, I know it's an oxymoron, but you guys are just setting yourself up for failure because I don't care what two big names you got in this remake. It's not going to be able to compare to the comedic duo of Steve Martin and John Candy. I don't give a fuck who you get. It's not going to be anywhere near that comedic brilliance in the original. So I just want to lay everything out for you. I want to tell you what's going to be happening this week. I plan on having the Charlie Alamo, Hannah from Alberta, Canada debate this week. I plan on talking to the one and only Naomi Bradshaw. Going to have her on as well. And my buddy Brandon. I haven't talked to Brandon in a really, really long time. I've been following him on Twitter, seeing the stuff that he's up to. He is a conservationist. He deals and protects the wildlife that we encounter on a daily basis. I want to have him on because he moved out west and he's working with Hollywood, the entertainment industry, and he cares about animals. He cares about all animals. A lot of you guys out there think, oh, I see a snake. I need to kill it. People look at reptiles as the enemy. I don't think a lot of people realize that they help out. They keep all the rodents. They keep all all the insects, whatever it may be. They are the balance in the ecology. 
So I'm going to have my buddy Brandon on. The guy knows exactly what he's talking about. He worked with Gatorland for a little while, then moved out west. So I'm sure he's messing with some pretty dangerous stuff out there. With some pretty dangerous stuff out there. But the guy knows what he's talking about. And I think it's going to be a very, very fascinating interview. So I'm going to be recording that on Zoom. After we get done, I'm going to put it up to my YouTube channel, TuttleTV.com. And then I'm going to take the audio and put it on my podcast. So I'm trying to get my content out there on as many different platforms that I can so you guys can hear it. I want to thank all of you guys that have been sharing, letting your friends, your family, your loved ones your neighbors and your co-workers, all of those people that you've been telling about the Tuttle Daily Podcast, I am so appreciative. I'll never be able to repay you guys for helping me spread the word. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchYouUp.com, PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents... Show voiceover services brought to you by jcvoiceoverservices.com. That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice. You should hire him. If you want to help support the show, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick? Go to Tuttle at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds dot net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Yo, Terry, fuck going on?